Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired. All right. So welcome back, guys, to another episode of I'm Already Tired. This week, we have a very special guest, Ashley Schumers, and we also have her lovely little son, Waylon. So if you hear a baby <laughs> in the background, he is joining us with her as well. Um, and if you hear another little baby later, it might be Callie because she just went down for a nap. So we have babies yeah. joining us this week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're having Ashley on this week so we can talk about makeup because she is a professional makeup artist. And I don't know about you, Heather, but I know like one way to do makeup and that's it. I can't venture out and know <laughs> nothing of what I'm doing. Yeah, I want to think that I know what I'm doing, but really I don't. Yeah. I like have my area where I know how to do things. And that's about it. Yeah. The the one look you, you always go for, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's become more and more minimal as I've, like, grown. <laughs> and now I'm, like, mom life. I'm like, I don't have time for all this stuff. I'm going to do mascara, <laughs> eyeliner. Well, then. you guys always look good. So. Well, thank you. It's working. Oh, okay. <laughs> we haven't posted any selfies during yeah. quarantine intentionally. <laughs> Notice how all my pictures are of food, and I am not in them. <laughs> yeah, all mine are of Callie. You can't see me. Notice if there's a picture of me, there's probably like three filters on it. So, <laughs> thank God for filters. Yeah, right. So, That's Ashley, funny. why don't you give us a little background, kind of like how you got into makeup, what you've done in the makeup world, just so we kind of know where you're coming from. Sure. Um. So I would say I really started getting interested in makeup um, just out of high school. Um, mm-hmm. I My first makeup job was at Bare Essentials. I was seasonal. And when you're seasonal, it's kind of like once the holiday season is over, then um, they just kind of let you go. It's almost like a contract in a way. Okay. And then shortly after that, I knew that I really loved doing makeup and I had a lot of fun at Bare Essentials so I was <laughs> so Quailin agrees yeah. he's like oh really mom I've never heard this story <laughs> so after that I was kind of like looking around at other Bare Essentials locations because they were just starting to kind of like pop up around that time um, and then I saw that they were opening a store at Stanford I interviewed and I got the position Um, it was just an artistry position. So I was one of the first people to open the store at the Stanford shopping center, which was really Mm -hmm. neat. Um, and I was at bare essentials for a few years. I, during my time there, I was probably one of the top artists, which led me to becoming a key holder. So it's part of management. But then I kind of felt like I had outgrown bare essentials because during my time there, everything really basic. I mean, I don't know if you guys are super familiar with bare essentials. I know Katie is, but it was mm-hmm. really just like starter kits. Yeah. <laughs> and there was right. like only like, I don't know, 
maybe like 10 shades of foundation. It was like really basic stuff. And so during my time working there, you know, I loved makeup outside of work too. So I was constantly like playing and experimenting on myself. So my skills, I felt like were progressing, but I felt like Bare Essentials was just kind of like staying the same. Like I was like, there's nothing new, nothing really exciting to me anymore. So then I decided to apply to Mac and I actually got hired at the Mac at Nordstrom's um, Palo Alto. At Nordstrom, I felt like I was really um, well equipped as a makeup artist there because they require you to sell for every counter and do makeup at every counter. So, oh, so like all the brands? Yeah. Oh, wow. Even though I was hired through Mac (laughs) and I was technically a Mac employee, I was also considered a Nordstrom employee. So that was really weird because I was like, I don't want to (laughs) sell, you know, I was like, I want to stay at my counter. (laughs) But um, I felt like, you know, I was there for a few years also. And I felt like that was like, I felt like once I left Nordstrom, I could do anything because you really have to be able to multitask and like do 50 things at once, you know, and really be well-versed in pretty much every line of makeup there. After that, I decided I wanted to move up to Sacramento. So I got a job transfer. I ended up working at Mac Macy's Sunrise. And I was only there for a couple months because I was doing so well that the Mac at the um, Roseville Gallery actually asked me to come work for them. Oh, look at you. (laughs) I was like, what? Like, because normally you have to be in your position for like six months before the Mm -hmm. transfer. So I was like, heck yeah. So I went over there. I ended up joining the impact team, which is like the top artists that get to travel for Mac and work various Mac events. And then I also was um, in management there as well. And okay, so what is a Mac event? Like, what is so who puts on Mac? That would be like when they have a new line launching. So, -hmm. like, say they had like the um, Lady Gaga, like Viva Glam campaign, if they decided to have a big like launch party, so they set up all their makeup stations, they have like a hundred artists and they're just like doing people's makeup, showing products. Usually they have some form of like um, entertainment, like a stage with dancers and singing and stuff. Oh, that sounds fun. Very fancy. Very fun. (laughs) And then um, after that, I went and opened up the Macy's at Roseville counter and I was an assistant manager there. So, and and then I was only there for a couple months because, um, James ended up getting a job back here in the Bay area. So we decided to move back and that's kind of when I decided that I was ready for a break. And so I kind of ended my career with Mac after that point. When did you, because I know you did, like, um, like freelance. Yeah, yeah. That's, there you go. Okay. (laughs) So, like, there's a word for this. So, I started freelancing um, when I was at the Mac Roseville Galleria, because that was 
the the freestanding store because that was the location that I worked at that probably had the most foot traffic. It was like a two mm-hmm. million dollar store. Oh, um, and so I would get a lot of people. I would have like so many clients and then mm-hmm. returning clients. And then they'd be like, oh, you know, I'm getting married in a few months. Like, could you do my makeup? And that was really awesome because I, more than anything, love doing the actual makeup versus being in the store and selling products to people. You know, I just wanted to be doing the actual makeup all day. So, and then I know that you are like me and love the reality TV. <laughs> oh, yes. And you did makeup for someone on a reality TV show. Is yes. this correct? I did. Who was that? So <laughs> I have done um, Natalie Nunn from Bad Girls Club. So I forget what season she was on, but it was a season that I watched. So when I she's like one of the like original yes. OGs of the Bad Girls yeah. Club. Like she's the one who would always say, "I run LA, I run LA." <laughs> she is awesome. She is so nice. She is so awesome. Um, I used to like always talk to her when she would come in, but I was a little bit like nervous because I was like, well, I don't personally know her. Like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be like, and all you see is like her person. Yeah. And also I don't want to be like fangirling and annoying and like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> she's just yeah. trying to live her life and buy some makeup, you know? <laughs> so like everyone else <laughs> but she was so nice I ended up doing her makeup like a handful of times and even if I wasn't doing her makeup I would always chat with her she was super cool so was her husband did you ever find that people coming in like to get their makeup done like were usually pretty easy going with like oh just I kind of want this do whatever or were they like no I don't like it do it over okay thankfully I have never had the, I don't like it, do it over. But that's also Mm -hmm. because even when someone says, oh, like, do whatever you want, I don't 100% Mm -hmm. trust that (laughs) because I'm like, what I like or what I might think looks great on you, you might not like. So throughout the process, yeah, so throughout the whole process, I would be like, okay, well, are there any colors you don't like? And like, you know, how do you normally do your makeup? And, you know, maybe someone doesn't like a dramatic cat eye the way that I do, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's all about like asking questions so you don't end up in that position. Because also we didn't have the time to stop at the end, take off their makeup and redo their makeup. So, and I didn't want, you know, we don't want anyone to end up unhappy and leaving unhappy, you know? Yeah, I feel like there was multiple times because we all used to go get like our makeup done for like high school dances. Yeah, and there's always somebody that like <laughs> everyone be like, "Oh, I love it! Oh my god, it looks great!" And then someone would be like, "Guys, I don't like it," but no one would ever like. No, well, yeah, I think it. it's because we were so young. <laughs> you're like, I'll fix it when I get home. Yeah, exactly. At the time, you're like, I don't want to tell them that they're wrong. Like they're the professionals in this instance. Yeah, you know, as you grow, you're like, okay, no, these are things that I do and don't enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're totally allowed to have your own opinion, you know, like, just because someone's a professional doesn't mean you're gonna like, love every single little thing that they do. So I've always told people because I've had people come up to me and be like, you know, that like my coworker did their makeup and they'd be like, I don't really like this. And I'd be like, well, and I'd be like, that's okay. Tell her that. Tell her you don't like that lip color. She'll choose another one. She's not gonna be offended. Like, that's our job. We're trying to make you yeah. happy and make you feel good. 
So when you leave here, you know, you've had a great experience and you can go on to your night out or whatever and enjoy yourself. That's super helpful. Have you ever, because like, I know like when I go to do like something with my hair, I always take pictures and a lot of the times I show my stylist the picture and she's like, no, Katie, like (laughs) that, I'm not going to do that on you because it's not going to work with your hair. It's not going to work with the shape of your face. Like, but this is what we can do. Like, have you ever had that where people are like, I want this. And you're just like, okay, it's not going to look that great on you. It looks good on this person, but yes. (laughs) definitely (laughs) people you know they bring in pictures of like kim kardashian she's a total i mean (laughs) she's a babe she's like my glam icon like one of my glam icons yeah not knocking her but not everyone like looks like her or has her features so that's Mm -hmm. another one of those times where you have to be like okay well what do you like about this look is it the eyeshadow is it the colors like because you don't have Mm -hmm. her bone structure (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) you're not going to look exactly like this person. Or, you know, they show a picture um, of some makeup and say, like, their prom dress is blue, but they're, like, wanting green eyeshadow. Then, you know, I would just try to explain to them, we need to do something that will complement your dress and not clash with it. Mm -hmm. So, that's that definitely happened a lot. Some people, you know, they just want what they want, but most people um, take your professional advice. So that's good. <laughs> Heather, I think you had a question about the, like, what goes with different people's faces. I did. So I feel like um, I've worked with some of the product developers for our company, and they always, like, they're all artists and they do such a good job. And I know that there's a difference between doing blush, like, there's certain bone structures where it looks best just on the apples of your cheek and then I see some people who kind of like brush it from the cheek like the apple back along Mm -hmm. the cheekbone to the hairline what kind of differentiates like who should focus on apples versus who should kind of pull it back towards their face to get that angle um I think it depends so it definitely depends on the person's um yeah their face shape someone who wants maybe more like defined cheeks I would put it on their apples of the cheeks and kind of bring it back into the um hairline like you're saying um and then someone who probably wants a more natural look maybe they have like a rounder face I would just do just Mm -hmm. a little bit on the apples of the cheeks but a lot of it is personal preference too you know it's not always so structural it's about what they're looking for yeah so I know uh I don't really like in terms of makeup brands like I have a little bit of everything (laughs) I have still have on okay you're probably gonna be like oh my god Katie that's disgusting but I still have some of the makeup from when you were at Bare Essentials oh in my makeup my god thing I found they're, they're the eyeshadow colors like the little tester ones that you had given me but I feel like that you, you're probably like oh my god can you throw those away um and then I have you know some stuff from a bunch of other companies but I feel like I never know what companies to get stuff for because it's like in high school it was like all I wore was eyeliner mm-hmm. so you get the eyeliner from the drugstore and that good to go you know nothing fancy and then it's like 
you know, whenever you go to get your makeup done for a dance, you had to buy products. So I was like, uh, give me the lip color you gave me. So I have like a million lip colors. And then I recently just bought Lady Gaga's makeup because I love Lady Gaga. But like, I have no rhyme or reason for why I'm buying these makeup. <laughs> and I feel like there's probably other people out there the same thing. Like, they're just buying them because someone else bought it. Like, how do you, what are you like in a makeup brand? Or like, how do you find the good makeup brands you like? Okay. Well, first of all, you probably need to throw some of those bare specials. I saw okay? <laughs> okay. Because I don't want you getting an eye infection. <laughs> Because they're like a shit. Side note, I used to do Katie's makeup at Bare Essentials like once a week at least, I feel like. Um, yeah. I would say what I'm looking for a brand. Well, a lot of times I find out about brands on Instagram um, from seeing people huh. post looks and I'm like, oh my God, what's that color? And a lot of times mm-hmm. they'll have it mm-hmm. have, they'll have it tagged or like listed in the description. Um. Mm-hmm. And then other times, if I'm just like, I want to try something new, um, I will go on like the Ulta or Sephora website. Sephora, they have a section where you can look for like their best sellers. Um, So you can see things that are popular that have positive reviews. And I like reading the descriptions about the products. Um, And same with Ulta, because there have been brands recently that I just started trying that maybe I had heard about or I hadn't heard about but I was like I need Mm -hmm. to branch out you know so I usually just look online for stuff like that or I'll just wander into the store myself you know but obviously we can't do that right now so yeah (laughs) because they're all closed but yeah I usually just look online for stuff do you have like a tried and true eyeliner that is your go-to no doubt all the time or like lip color and mascara I feel like those three things are essentials for people like they kind of can and especially they can go across the spectrum because you're not doing um like shadows that match your skin tone right skincare that match you know things like that that are a little bit more universal yeah so I would say my favorite eyeliner and this has been for years is the Kat Von D ink liner um Mm -hmm. it's like a pen I really love it um she has a bunch of different colors too I believe but I usually use the black but it stays on super well yes Mm -hmm. okay it's it's, so she has the tattoo liner and she has the ink liner Mm -hmm. and I think the main difference is just the the tip of the liner Okay. So one is, I think, a little thinner than the other one. One's a little thicker. Okay. And then that's nice. Well, that's good. For mascara, honestly, I just go drugstore and I do the L'Oreal Voluminous Lash. Mm-hmm. That one I've been using for a really long time, and I really like it, especially because I have stubby lashes, so um, <laughs> it makes, it makes them look. Full and long. I swear to God, that's why I wear fake eyelashes all the time. <laughs> and then notice your real eyelashes. <laughs> and then for for lips, I would say um, I'm a I'm fan. I love their um, velveteens. So those are like liquid lipsticks, but they're really comfortable. They do dry down like a matte satiny finish, but they don't feel drying. And they have like seriously like a hundred colors. So hmm, I nice. love those. 
tried crime, but I feel like there was a like period where like that's all anyone was using. Yeah, and they yeah. even carry a little bit of their line at Ulta, but I mean, oh, okay. they're all, they're like again, they're not open right now, so <laughs> online would be <laughs> they always. They always have really cute trade show booths, I've noticed. They always have very fun, vibrant art when we've been to different shows Yeah, for work. So do you have any, I know you said for mascara, you use the drugstore stuff. Do you ever use drugstore brands for any other makeup products? Yeah, definitely. So I really like Milani for blush. They have some okay. really pretty blush colors. Um, I also really like Elf Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really like their skincare. So I really like their under eye. Um, they have these little hydrogel eye masks that are really nice. And I really okay. like their eye cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also really like ColourPop. So they're considered a drugstore brand too. They're pretty amazing and they're super affordable. You can only get those online though, right? Um, ColourPop, they actually now. Okay. Um, but they're very limited. You'd find more their own website. But okay. their quality of their stuff is amazing. Like when I first used it, I was like, this is like I feel like I'm stealing because this is like so cheap and the quality is like Sephora level, you know? Yeah. I like them because they do so many different partnerships with different people. They advertise well. Their pigments, I really wanted to try their um, loose shadow pigments. Oh, yeah. But it's so cheap. It's like between six and eight bucks. You're like, how can you go wrong? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like they're constantly putting out new collections. I'm like, how how are Mm -hmm. you doing this? So they, they, I have no they idea. literally have these like mini palettes in every color of the rainbow. Like anything that you are looking for, you could f- probably find with ColourPop. Yeah. Ooh, I'll have to check them out. I yeah. Ever... And they partner with Disney on things. Yes, oh, they just need Mulan. They just need a Mulan collection. Oh, man. Oh, so good. They did Frozen 2 right around November when it came out. Oh my God, nice. They've done villains. They've done princesses. Yeah. You know, that's always an easy sell in They're Melba. so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have a question about color eyeshadow mm-hmm. because I feel like whenever I've gone to get my makeup done or you've done my makeup and use color, it looks fantastic. But then when I try to do it, it looks like you know a toddler painted my face and I'm like how the hell do you get and it's like I've watched multiple YouTube videos and I'm like okay I'm doing the exact same thing they're doing but I'm just scared I like I would love to wear colors but I'm scared because I look like you know Lady Gaga from Art Pop (laughs) and uh I just stick with like you know the gold tones because that's what goes with my skin color how does one figure out to use color on the eyelid okay so I feel like the easiest way to introduce color into your eyeshadow looks is either doing like a pop of color on the inner corner of your eye or even under it's kind of like um a liner or like a or like mm-hmm. an eyeshadow mm-hmm. underneath your eye and just keeping the rest mm-hmm. of your makeup neutral because that way like you're kind of getting used to the color 
you can't really go wrong or mess that a little more difficult if you're trying to do like color in the crease and on your eyelid um so Uh I would say like beginning just doing one pop of color like either in the inner corner underneath the eye I mean you can even do a pop of color through your crease and then darken the outer edge um Mm -hmm. like you could do like a really pretty like corally orange color in your crease and do like a dark brown on the outside and blend into the crease so that way they kind of fade into each other and it's not just like bam bright orange eyeshadow you know (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the bam bright orange is usually what I get (laughs) do you then okay because like that was always the thing whenever we went to get like makeup done for dances like what color is your dress like it's this color green so I want my eyes not to be that color green like do you normally steer people away from it being like matchy matchy like with whatever their outfit is or yeah like how do you go about that? I usually try and do something that's gonna complement what they're wearing or like their actual mm-hmm. eye color um okay. instead of it being too matchy matchy I mean I do think it looks cute if you're wearing like a coral sweater I don't know why I keep using coral as a <laughs> example it's a lovely okay, color okay how about a pink sweater okay so you're wearing a pink sweater okay and you do like a light pink on the lips or your cheeks like that's cute but I wouldn't okay. say like if you're wearing you know a purple shirt to do like five shades of purple on your eyes you know okay. I feel like it's just that's too fair. much it's like competing with your outfit <laughs> Whereas you want, if you want to bring out your eyes, you know, I would do something neutral or like some golds, like warm tones to kind of like offset the purple. So it's not just, you're not just like Barney. Gotcha. (laughs) So it's like a pick one or the other, like either you're going to have like color on your eyes or like color on your lips. Don't do both. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Because then they're competing Mm -hmm. and it's just like overpowering like pick one feature that you really want to stand out and go Mm -hmm. with that okay what are your thoughts on like colored lipsticks like that are not in the red coral pink (laughs) like blues greens purples like black lipstick I am obsessed with black lipstick I don't ever wear it but I have it I love black Uh, lipstick oh my god but it's like again the same thing like if I'm going for like color on the lips like a vibrant color how do I again not look like a bag of skittles (laughs) going out (laughs) okay I would say well first of all I think you should wear black lipstick because I think it would look so good on you um and (laughs) like something like that like with the black lipstick I would say do something like simple on the eyes maybe just a winged liner and like one light neutral eyeshadow um Mm -hmm. for something on the lips um I would say the same thing keep the eyes super simple maybe do a little bit of pink on the cheeks um if you're gonna do pink Mm -hmm. on the lips okay I've been seeing something that's been I don't know if it's just my feed because of who I follow. And I think it might be Lime Crime. There's somebody who came out with like a popsicle 
type lip something recently and it is it's not neon yellow but it's like a a very bright yellow and I keep seeing it and I'm like is this where the trends are going like what is this I don't think I could ever wear that on my lips and pull it off I am too pale (laughs) but (laughs) that is something I've seen lately had like a phase like that at Mac. There was one time where we launched like 10 lipsticks and we had like a black, a blue, a periwinkle, a green, like all these different colors. And I mean, those, I mean, obviously aren't like everyday colors. They're more just like for fun. And a lot of times what Mm -hmm. we would do is we would recommend like mixing those colors with other things. Um, Like, you know, there was like a really pretty, gold one and we would layer it with like a pink and then it wouldn't look so this really cool color Mm. so it's just kind of like getting creative with it but I probably wouldn't on a regular basis walk out with you know bright green (laughs) lips on (laughs) not anymore back in my mac days I I probably would but I'm a mom now (laughs) I've seen you with some pretty bold colors (laughs) are there any uh, like, cause I feel like every time you, it depends, like, depending on who you're following or looking at, I'm like, I always just go to Instagram because, but it's always like makeup brands. It's never like, uh, makeup influencers. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're going to go a little more like avant-garde and like kind of crazy with makeup looks to show like the intensity of them. But, uh, I feel like the trends that I see on there, I'm like, I can't, that's not a the daily look for me like where where do I find the daily looks and how to make like a simple I'm going to work look yeah um I feel like there's some brands that would be better to look at that for but then again like also looking for an individual person because brands too what they're posting Mm -hmm. they're kind of um biased that they're like trying to push a certain product or if they have a new a new like launch coming um if you're looking for like an mm-hmm. individual person though you get to see like a plethora of different looks and most of them i find like there are some people on like youtube and stuff that like mostly do like the the normal really pretty glam everyday like glam look you know mm-hmm. so those are people that i tend to look at more because that's geared more towards what I like you know yeah funny you bring that up actually I used a YouTube video for Heather's wedding <laughs> to do my makeup <laughs> and it was like so perfect it was like labeled wedding bridesmaids makeup and <laughs> so I followed everything she said and I was like oh my god this didn't look too crazy but I feel like the other there were a couple people that I did see that I was like oh my god their makeup makeup looks beautiful but like after watching the video I was like "Ooh, this is this is a little too intense <laughs> like kind of had to watch through the videos to see which one's more likely to be doable. yeah it's hard too because everyone's skill level is different and then you know everyone has different facial features so even with some of the youtube tutorials sometimes you have to find someone with similar style to you or similar like eye shape would be like oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah this is how i can do it yeah Um, i 
I think what you were saying with the contouring, it like it makes me very nervous, especially when you see somebody that's like super fair mm-hmm. and then they do like that long streak down there, like the lower part of their cheekbone that literally looks like milk <laughs> chocolate. And yeah. I'm like, how do you blend that out enough? Like I don't understand. Yeah. It's like magic right. though, watching them. But yeah. then sometimes but I'm like it. how they did, but it's just yeah, sometimes I don't get I'm like, it. but you're literally yeah. just blending it all the way. So what was the point of that? like and now it's like yeah gone. so you just spent all this time like I just think there's an easier way to do it and less and less time consuming, yeah you know? I do I do understand contouring for the sake of like like doing it I think what do we watch I think I don't know if you watch AJ and the Queen on oh, Netflix no. oh, God, I love it Oh, so good. Isn't it have RuPaul? Um, I think Katie and I watched the right? first episode. Okay, I've seen yeah. the little so yeah. of it, but I haven't watched mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so good. And I remember tripping and being like, how did they make their cleavage look so good? And it's all contouring. Yeah. Contouring yeah, and tape. And I'm like, see, that is that, that is a skill yeah. set. Contouring, I mean, you can totally change your whole look. So when you're contouring, you're pushing a feature back so and then when you're highlighting you're bringing a feature forward so that's why you put it on the top of your cheekbones so ah. it's crazy it's crazy if you just think of it like that then that kind of makes it easier to know where that to apply so much highlight too yeah <laughs> that is that's a good piece of advice I, how do you okay so then with contouring and highlighting how do you know that's smart. I have noticed. So Callie, I think, and my cousin, both of our husbands are Portuguese and both girls look like they're going to have hooded eyelids. And I'm like, oh man, we're going to have to learn how to do this different. <laughs> Just know. look up hooded eyeshadow tutorial on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh man poor child this is like not in my wheelhouse we're gonna have to learn some things we got plenty of I have time, time. yeah i have plenty of time but that thought definitely crossed my mind i was like oh all right this is what we got <laughs> this is not the same facial structure i have how do i do this <laughs> yeah um is there any trends or things that you see people do that just like you're like oh please don't like no take it off wipe it down I can't you can't don't leave the house like that um I'm trying to think if there's really been anything Mm, I think I'm not into like the overly contoured face like the Mm-hmm. like contouring with a cream and then contouring with a powder and then highlighting with a cream and then highlighting with a powder like it's kind of exhausting to watch I'm like how how do you have that time <laughs> like plus I I mean I love makeup and you know I'll wear a full face but I don't like to feel like I'm wearing a lot so that to me is mm-hmm. just like yeah how can you do that and I'm like I contour my face but I don't feel the need to do like all those extra extra steps and then I would say also I've seen like a unibrow <laughs> going around <laughs> what yeah are we yeah, drawing no. it on yeah or they're like letting Why? it grow like they normally wax there and they're in, in I'm like oh Frida Kahlo everywhere <laughs> but you guys have seen because I feel like 
maybe I'm missing something. Is there anything you guys have seen where you're like, ew? At least, like, what shade of, like, contour you're supposed to be getting? Like, I don't, is there a certain, like, you know how with concealer, I would say lighter than for choosing the proper contour shade. So for someone like me, who's a little more fair, I go towards something that's more cool toned. So like, uh-huh. um, like more of a pinky undertone, because if I do something that's too warm, it's going to look orangey. And okay, you want to do something that's probably only a couple. Mm, I don't want to say like a couple shades darker than your skin tone, but like Katie would obviously use something a lot richer or deeper than I would use. And she could do something a lot more like bronzy and deep because she is tan and I'm pale. <laughs> I'll say I'm like, like the bowl in this bathroom right now. <laughs> so wait, what was your question, Heather, based off of that? Does it matter if your undertones are pink or yellow? Okay. Like it like the fairer people. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. It doesn't okay. Matter. Okay. Perfect. Is there, this is probably a dumb question, but is there like actual contour makeup or like what are, what do you use for that? I, okay, I honestly have this like super deep brown, I think it's supposed to be eyeshadow that I, that I use. But is there like actually yeah. contour powder? I mean, or, you like... could, you could use your eyeshadow. <laughs> like, there's no problem with that. Um, we would even we even use like bronzers as eyeshadows, so you can totally um, use one product for more than one thing. Um, but there are a lot of contour palettes. Like I know Anastasia Beverly Hills makes them. Actually, Kat Von D has a really good one too, and it comes with okay. three yeah. contour shades and three highlight shades. So it's kind of nice because it already has like your with the prop contour shade depending on your um skin tone so that's really neat so then if you do get like a palette like that where it's like multiple mm-hmm. contour shades all right are you really only just yeah i would say you're probably just using one unless you're someone um you can you can always mix them like i would do that with the cab on d one if there was a mm-hmm. time where i'm like okay i want to be a little more dramatic or i would just put um my regular contour shade and then a little bit of like a darker one, like back um, near my ear, like the hairline. Um, mm-hmm. You, your skin changes um, shade throughout the year. Like I don't, but <laughs> some people get get tan or get lighter. So you <laughs> might be able to kind of jump around with the colors in the palette. Um, do you have a favorite go-to powder foundation and liquid foundation? Yes. So for powder, I really like Kat Von D's Lock New Foundation. And it's a powder okay. one. Um, but that mm-hmm. makes it sound like really heavy, but it's it's honestly not. I think it's more so about like the brush you use or a sponge. So if you want like a lighter, more natural mm-hmm. application, you want to use a fluffier brush versus if you use like if you want more full coverage and you would want to use a really dense like tightly packed brush like a kabuki brush 
um, for more coverage. And then okay. for a liquid foundation, this one is like a liquid cream, but it's the... <laughs> Someone woke up. That's his favorite. <laughs> um, I would say that our Amazonian clay foundation is phenomenal okay. hmm. and i recently have tried the charlotte tilbury foundation that one is a liquid and so far that one's really nice but uh, that one is expensive but it's good <laughs> do you ever because i feel like a lot of these like people i watch doing on instagram like uh makeup tutorials they put on liquid foundation and then they put on a powder foundation on top of that. Is that just to get a fuller coverage? Is there a yeah, so, that? Yeah, um, so or... part of it is to set the foundation so it doesn't kind of like feel wet afterwards. And then also, okay. um, you know, it keeps it in place. And then, yeah, part of it is um, to have a better coverage. Like, that's what I do. I do, you know, my... Okay. Concealer and I do a set the powder, but you don't have to do like you know a full coverage liquid and then a full coverage powder. Usually you would want to do like whatever liquid okay. and then maybe like a light to medium coverage powder just to give a nice like soft finish. Um, and then it really just keeps the makeup on okay better and just makes it look smoother. Okay. And then I have a question: Is it concealer? then foundation or foundation and then concealer <laughs> i feel like i keep seeing conflicting okay answers so i always say foundation and then concealer and the reason is if you're looking at your your bare face <clears throat> if you do concealer first you're gonna want to put it everywhere because you're looking because you're look no but really because you're like okay that's I so true that's what i, I do and then i end up with it everywhere you know <laughs> So, and then you put your liquid on top, which goes all over. So then you're doing two, like, liquid layers, pretty much. So if you do your foundation Mm -hmm. first, that kind of gives a nice base and gives you a pretty, like, even tone. And then you just go back with your concealer and just spot conceal in the smaller areas where you want a little extra coverage. And I feel like if you do concealer. I literally feel like that was an aha moment. (laughs) I feel like if you do concealer first and then foundation, then you're probably gonna like, like wipe off a lot of the concealer. So okay, ah, and then can yeah. you also use? Because I feel like the only time I use concealer, like I feel like I have to use my liquid foundation to use my concealer also, because I feel like otherwise it like sticks out if I just use the powder foundation. What am I doing wrong? Um, I don't. No, you should be able to use your concealer with a powder foundation. Um, I think some might work better with a powder foundation than others. Um, but if you apply, okay. I feel like if you apply and blend in the concealer, like with a sponge would be good. And then mm-hmm. did the powder foundation. I think okay. that would be a good combination. Okay. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> he's great I love life, it. by the way yeah. <laughs> he's great the best <laughs> um, okay so Heather do you have any more questions um, I feel like this is kind of goes with the what order foundation or concealer I feel like there's always a really big up in the air of like 
do you do your eyes first or do you do your face first do the skin first um and the reason for that is because a lot of times when you do someone's eye makeup first if they have any issues um like with their skin like if they have like breakouts or things that they don't like and want to cover a lot of times and this would happen a lot at mac um oh um people would just kind of like be like oh I don't know how I feel about the eyes because they were staring at their skin because they were unhappy with the way their skin looked and also Mm, doing skin first um Mm -hmm. I like to let that kind of set and kind of like warm up and then after I'm done with everything I like to go back and kind of freshen up the skin a little bit so unless I'm doing like a super dark smoky eye and I'm expecting fallout like onto their their skin um then I always do skin first and then eyes yeah that was gonna be my next question was like how do you combat fallout in that order I know do you use the little paper pad thing yeah you could use those or um a lot of times um what we'll do is we'll just pack on like a loose powder underneath the eyes and that way the shadow will fall into that area and you can kind of just brush it away with a brush yeah. okay i've uh-huh. never heard of that that's genius very smart. um can you guys hear me yes okay just a, yeah <laughs> a little weird there for a second okay uh <laughs> next question is about brushes when you buy brushes does it have to be expensive set for them to be good? Can you get cheaper ones? How many brushes do you need? Okay. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to spend an arm and a leg on brushes, especially because, like, I know, like, when you go into, like, MAC or Sephora, like, everyone is wearing, like, these brush belts that have, like, 50 brushes in them. But realistically, you mm-hmm. should be able to do – and I look at home with like three eye brushes. You don't need. You don't need. You don't need five hundred brushes. If anything, that if anything that is just going to be more confusing and more difficult. Um, okay. And you can get reasonably priced brushes. They don't have to be. Mac does have really great brushes, but they are a little bit more expensive. Um, brands, there's brands like Morphe who have really nice brushes. Um, mm-hmm. Who actually have brush sets, which are really nice. So I would look into mm-hmm. something like that first, especially because a lot of times you can just get like just the eye set or just the face set. Okay or a combination of both but it's really like it's more affordable there's no need to spend hundreds of dollars on brushes okay do you how often should people be washing their brushes and what do you wash okay please don't use shampoo or hand soap please (laughs) okay (laughs) because you are gonna totally strip like that are in the brushes and it'll also cause uh-huh. them to be scratchy and if you okay. already spend a little bit more on your brushes you want them to last um so mm-hmm. you should be using something that is specifically made for brushes um so any mm-hmm. like 
you know, Sephora, Ulta, most um, brands have their own brush cleaner for their brushes, too. Um, okay. There's really nice, like, quick-drying ones. But I would say mm-hmm. do, like, a deep shampoo. If you're using your brushes every single day, I would say use a deep, mm-hmm. um, like, conditioning actual shampoo where you're washing it with water, too, and laying it flat to dry at least once a week. And then for, like, okay. in-between uses... I would get a quick drying brush cleaner. So if you're wanting to use the same brush, but different colors, you want to clean it in between. So that way you don't have like a dark brown on there and a green. And then that's going to affect, you know, how it looks when you're trying to put it on your eyes. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Um, Let's see. Skincare. What do you suggest? I'm horrible about this. Mm-hmm. I literally use oh, like same. lotion. And put it on my <laughs> no. face. It's horrible. I know. Yes. Okay. Okay. But but in my defense, in my defense, it is Neutrogena lotion, okay. and <laughs> it has hyaluronic acid in okay. it, which all the commercials say is good, but it's also labeled as a body cream not a face cream um so yeah what should people be putting on their face before makeup before bed that kind of stuff so i mean it depends on the person's skin and um I, okay what about dry skin i feel like a lot of people have dry skin um you would want to use so i honestly am more like the makeup side of things i know what i use on myself um, so I would mm-hmm. recommend like brand wise to check out brands like Murad or First Aid okay. Beauty or Sunday Riley. And those are all different, um, price points too, but they're all really, okay. really great brands. Um, and for, a like a daily moisturizer, you definitely want something that has an SPF in it. Um, that's super okay. important always. Is there a level like that has to have a certain SPF? Or no, it's, like, uh, no, I would say that also depends on like um, your sun exposure. Like some people are in an office all day, so they might not need like SPF 50, you know what I mean? Um, versus yeah. someone with like an outside job who should have a higher SPF. Um, and then okay. for someone with drier skin, you're going to want to use like probably like a thicker cream um not like okay. something thin and gel based i would more luxurious to really hydrate at night do you because okay i've seen this trend a lot with mostly celebrities but like those little those are the derma rollers oh but they have like the little like prickly things on them so it's they keep claiming that it's like puncturing your skin so that the stuff actually like gets into your skin how do you feel about this i don't know how i feel about that um because first of all if you're gonna do something like that i feel like you should be going to an esthetician or a dermatologist or something not like doing that at home on your own because I feel like that could get out of hand (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I just feel like a professional should be doing something like that but if you're wanting to like open up your pores this is something that Mm -hmm. I got recently I bought a facial steamer off of Amazon 
Um, because I think oh. the whole point of that thing is to like, yeah, open up your pores so that the product can penetrate and work better. But if you use a facial mm-hmm. steamer, first of all, it's probably more relaxed. I mean, anything that you really want um, to absorb into your skin, you want to use. So any of your skincare products would be um, fine to use. It would be great to do like a, um, like your serums and like eye cream. <laughs> after after using a facial steamer would be perfect okay what about for people with oily skin i know i've had a couple people tell me that trying to find a moisturizer to wear under like makeup is hard because then they feel like it just kind of makes them look like it makes the oily even worse like throughout the day well this one i can definitely give a specific product for because i am oily um what works for me is um murad has an oil control mattifying um daily moisturizer and it has an spf 15 but it's really nice like after you put it on you don't feel greasy at all it doesn't leave like a cast of white over your face like a lot of um like products with sunscreen can um it makes you feel super mm-hmm. matte. So then when I put on my makeup afterwards, it's the same thing. I mean, everything I use on my skin, um, as far as moisturizer, primer, and foundation, um, it's all matte, mm-hmm. all matte products. So I don't usually have a problem with that, with that um, moisturizer. It's really awesome. Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. In terms of um picking like foundations um you know if you don't go into you know say a sephora and ulta and have someone that can match yes, it for you quarantine um like say you're just going to the drugstore <laughs> oh, okay. yeah drug so store, say yeah. you're just ordering or even even not so i know some people you know go but get their foundations from like the drugstore and those you right. can't like test out so how do you go about picking it the right tone for your skin without having to buy like three and just testing them oh, when you gosh. get home? That's hard. I wish you could test at the drugstore. Um, well, yeah. Well, okay. I haven't bought drugstore foundation in forever. They don't have testers, right? They don't have testers at all. Mm-mm. No, it's like it always has just like that little like color oh, palette picture and that's on the top of the box. Or always whatever. wrong. So just, like, it never <laughs> yeah. looks like it. I can attest it's that always, those are yeah. not accurate. Yeah. Um, I mean, what you can try and do. I mean, if like, I was going to purchase one at the drugstore, I would probably try and hold up the bottle. Usually they're in a clear bottle, so you should be able to see mm-hmm. the color. I would just hold it up to my chin when I color match someone I'm doing it along their jawline um so you kind of want to eyeball it that's really hard because I was going to say um if you can purchase from somewhere that has a good return policy so if you open it and try it out and it ends up like not being the right shade you're able to bring it back which I think is you know I don't know about like CVS or Rite Aid but I know Ulta you know they have that whole drugstore side um, and they have a good yeah, return policy, true. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> if you were to buy it from there and try it out at home and it ended up not working out, I don't think you should have a problem bringing it back. But that is really tough. I feel like 
there are so many good drugstore brands. The drugstore, like, step it up and, like, put some fucking testers out for people. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least have someone there that, like, knows what what they're doing and can help people. At Walgreens, they have a pretty good, like, like makeup section now. Um, Like, Mm -hmm. the one in San Carlos, I think, has like a really neat yeah um area and they they do i think have people that only work in the cosmetic section there so maybe yeah it's like that but i know not everyone has access to that that's the only thing or but that's another um thing you could always look up on um youtube too but there's no guarantee you're gonna find someone with like the same skin tone as you that's the only thing yeah okay good to know and i mean especially right now we have all this time we could give ourselves facials at home okay (laughs) that's what i've been doing so i would rather do something like that um that's still going to open up your pores and then you can apply you know your skincare afterwards and it'll it'll still penetrate and do its job it just will be more relaxing (laughs) Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I'll check some out on Amazon. Um, okay, then for... Yeah. Do you have a product that you use directly after the steamer? Yeah. Like, are, is there something that you're not supposed to use right after? I feel like that could be... Um, in terms of if people don't know a lot about putting on makeup or they're just, they don't use a lot of makeup or they need something quick to just kind of zhuzh up their face a little bit in the morning before heading out what is the one thing you think either they should put on every day or the quickest way to kind of I don't want to say fix your face but you know (laughs) a little put together make it so you feel a little better going into work Um, I would say like if you have a limited amount of time or you're inexperienced and you just want like a little bit um I would say doing like a tinted moisturizer um, some mascara and like a lip color, maybe a little bit of blush or bronzer, you know, especially because like most places you don't need like the product, you know, you're going to work. And so that yeah. will just make you look put together, but still look like yourself um, and just kind of enhance mm-hmm. your, your natural beauty. But, and also it's, you know, whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel confident. There's some people that will want to wear more makeup than that or that might be too much for them you know true, true. okay that's good okay i hear we're only getting fussy so i got okay. like two more questions real quick okay um i i don't know that sculpting eyebrows was the word this person wanted but um basically like coloring in your eyebrows how I feel like who who needs to be doing that? What do you use for that? How do you make it not look like you have like drawn on Sharpie eyebrows? Well, I think um, that everyone should give a little bit of attention to their brows just because they frame the face and they frame your eyes. So not everyone needs to like mm-hmm. super fill them in. Like I have pretty thin, light eyebrows and I dye my hair black. So I like to... Mm-hmm fill them in a little bit and make them appear a little more fluffy also just because I just like that Mm -hmm. trend um 
So I think either using like a brow pencil, a brow pen, um, and then also depends on like your brow shape. So you'll find a lot of good tutorials on YouTube. I just posted one recently um, about how I do my particular eyebrow look. Um, mm-hmm. But if you go on there, also, you know, when this whole quarantine thing is over, if you're able to meet with a makeup artist, they can show you the proper way to do brows, um, do your own brows. But for a really sculpted look uh, or really defined, a lot of Mm -hmm. times I'll put concealer underneath my eyebrow, kind of like to highlight. And it kind of, it kind of like cleans up any edges. So it just makes my brow more defined. And then what's been a trend for a really long time is using like a brow pomade, which is almost like a cream Mm -hmm. eyeliner, but for your eyebrows and just kind of like Mm -hmm. underlining your brow. I used to do that a lot, but I'm a mom now. So I like softer. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have time for that, and I want a softer look now. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. That's hey, that's all good. That change the trends, you know. Exactly, life happens. Uh, (laughs) Okay, and then what setting spray do you like the best? Okay, I really love Max Fix Plus, but recently I tried Uh the Urban Decay All Nighter because I've heard so many good things about it, and Mm -hmm. I was just like. There's no way that this can be better than Fix Plus, and it is. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Oh, yeah, good because that's I love what I have. It so much, like, <laughs> notice a difference. It definitely has a better staying power, um, and I think they have like different types of it, like a mattifying one and then a normal one. So it's nice that they have the options mm-hmm. of finishes for um, different skin types. Okay, nice. Um, Heather, do you have any other makeup related questions? I think to follow with with the setting spray, do you always use setting spray or is it okay? <laughs> good to, good Perfect. to know. Okay, we have quick questions that are not makeup related, but we ask each of our guests okay. when they come on. So if you're the second guest, so really just <laughs> you and Luke. But I feel um, honored. If you had a boat <laughs> if you had a boat, what would you name it? Oh my god. Boats and hose. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. All right. So what good. is the most useless talent you have? Oh my god. Oh my god. Do I have a talent other than makeup? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Apparently, I make really bomb banana bread. Even when I mess up the ingredients, it comes out really well. There you go. So, hey, that's, I mean, hey, I would say that's, pretty that's a good useful, talent. But, you know, the fact that you mess it up, I don't know. That it's pretty exquisite. Um, okay, what is the best and worst purchase you've ever Ooh. made? Best purchase? and worse best mm-hmm. purchase is this new house that we're in oh so, yeah i would say that yeah and Ooh, there, yeah purchase mm-hmm. um oh my god i can't even think of, of something what do i not like that i bought 
Is there like a makeup product you bought that you're just like, oh my god, this is shit? Um, uh... <laughs> or even like a baby, Ooh, yeah, product. A baby product. Something that was just like so useless. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't buy this, but someone bought it for me. Um, those little um PPTPs that you're supposed to put on your book. <laughs> I mean, okay, really, like, well, at least for me, um, I never have needed to use them. So I just feel like they're kind of useless. Like, why wouldn't you just put like a wipe right there or the diaper or something? Like, why do you need to buy these little decorative teepees to put on your son's <laughs> private parts? Like, that's a good one. Sorry, like that. that's super valid. <laughs> yeah. Them, so. Hey, if he's joining yeah, us, right? Yeah. Part of this conversation. <laughs> and then the last one is, what is a compliment that you hate Ooh, because okay. it's actually an insult? I was listening to your guys' podcast recently, and I was like, has anyone, I don't think anyone uh-huh. said this, but I really hate when people say, oh, your hair is really interesting, or something is really interesting, <laughs> because I'm like, interesting, so... <laughs> That's not a compliment. Like you're basically saying you're that's, basically yeah, saying that it's yeah. weird or ugly or you don't understand it. <laughs> like if someone were to be like, "Your makeup's uh-huh. really interesting," I'd be like, "Wow, okay, thanks." I didn't ask you, but thanks. <laughs> that's so funny. That's a good one. That, I I wouldn't have thought is, of that. But you that definitely get that working in the beauty industry because some people just don't get it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, and it's like uh, you guys are doing stuff okay. that obviously isn't like every day I'm yeah. going to in an office looks. You're trying to like yeah. push these other and, products, and they're like, oh, wow, this is yeah. how this and lady it's just like, looks on you know, the daily. It's a like, self-expression shadow. thing for us. I'm not like headed to the office, so I can do whatever I want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. That was good. I think that was the first person who hasn't been like, yeah, oh, you were great. I was. I don't know. Uh, that was the yeah. that I couldn't, that I hate. <laughs> that's okay. You at least had the like, <laughs> yeah. Product yeah. One, if I else, don't so. say that, yeah, and James finds out, he'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you can't really talk about house, so no. that's very true. Yeah, I think you're winning. Well, is there anything last? you know comments that you think people should know you want them to hear about makeup what they should be doing what they shouldn't um, be doing i would just say don't take things too seriously that there's not really any rules to makeup maybe more guidelines but it's really just about mm-hmm. what you feel confident and comfortable in and everyone is different so mm-hmm. you know my everyday look might not be someone else's everyday look and that's totally fine um and I just want to stress the importance of skincare because if you're going to be wearing makeup Mm -hmm. you need 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 to take care of your skin especially because um for Mm -hmm. your makeup and your complexion to look good you want your skin to look good and yeah True, true. And then where can people find you on YouTube? Because I know you have yeah. some tutorial videos and you're getting your I'm YouTube channel set, set back up. Back up. Um, so my YouTube handle is Lucky Pretty Eyes. It's all one word. 
So you can find me on there. And okay. Katie renamed my Instagram for me. Okay. So my makeup account is Mountain Makeup Mama, right? That's what it is. Yep. Thank you, Katie, for that. I owe you. I owe you money for that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just do my makeup. <laughs> So yeah, guys, make sure you go check out her YouTube channel. She's got lots of great makeup content on there. Check out her Instagram. Are you going to be posting oh, looks yeah. and stuff I mean, on there? Once I find some okay, per. time after unpacking this house. But, you know, who knows how long yeah. this, you know, self-isolation is going to last. So I should have a bunch of true, stuff true. up soon. All right. Well. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. It was so thank nice. Thank you to for have having me. Tell so Heather, thank you. I can't hear her. Thank I'm you. So I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I feel like such an ass because of that. Just no, no, relate no, the message. No, 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 no. Just relate the telephone yeah. train going. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Guys. Actually, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. And we'll. Be back with another episode next week, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's smart. Because I feel like every time I do it, I end up with fallout, and then I try and brush it away, and then I get pigment streaks. A good, good smart. way to do it. I didn't think mm-hmm. that. Okay, so let's answer. We've, I mean, we could talk to you about makeup all day, but we did have some listeners send us questions. Um, so I want to make sure we get to some of those. Um. I had a, multiple people ask about how to properly do a smoky eye without looking like a raccoon or like you just got <laughs> beat up. Uh, so, and I mean, I definitely, I can only do smoky eye with like one color, like <laughs> one mixture of colors. I've never tried it with like, I told you like color, other colors. So I totally get how people are like frustrated by this. Is there like a go-to tip? For people trying to yeah, do a smoky um, eye. Usually what I would run into is people think smoky eye and they think black. So like black eyeshadow. And mm-hmm. I can tell you like I usually steer clear of black eyeshadow. Because um, I just mm-hmm. don't. I think it's just too harsh. Like you can get a smoky eye with any color. You could do a dark plum, a navy blue, like a dark olive green. It doesn't have to be black. And mm-hmm. especially because like for someone, if someone is like a beginner or something, black eyeshadow is just going to be a mess. It's, it's pretty unforgiving. Okay. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of good like tutorials for that too on, on YouTube that will show you like step by step what you should be doing. But um, I would say always mm-hmm the darkest color like your smokiest color you always want to put a color in the crease mm-hmm. that is um we call it a best friend color because it helps the darkest shade to blend so you always want to put like a matte oh, okay. kind of like neutral shade in the crease because if you don't and then you just mm-hmm. go in with that darkest color it is not going to want to move and blend and that's when you and that's when you end up looking like you got oh. in always use it because I just feel like it's such a quick easy step um and if I'm gonna go 
and make the effort to put on any makeup, like I wanted to stay, you know, and it's like, Plus, with how my Good skin point. is, my skin is, like, yeah. so oily. So if I don't use these mattifying products, it's just a pain in the butt all day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of I'm Already Tired. Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'm Already Tired Podcast and on Twitter at underscore I'm Already Tired.